Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. Everybody, welcome back to Breaking Barriers. We are super excited today. Um, we have with us Christina Bayer with us. Um, for that, for, for people out there that are asking, who is that? And, you know, and, you know, what's super cool or what's going on in your world right now? Can you uh, speak to that? Sure. I'm the founder of a law firm called Just Well, and we represent sick families against the people who made them sick. Hmm. Very cool. And now let's, so one, I always love um, anytime we have, you know, an attorney on, you know, because being an attorney, obviously, number one, schooling is not easy. Um, you know, passing the bar, um, everything that comes with it before you get out there into the world. What made you want to be an attorney in the first place? I've wanted to be a lawyer since I was a little girl. I love the law. Um, I was in a play in sixth grade and it was the Scopes trial. I, um, mm. it was, it was, it was Inherit the Wind. I think it's called Inherit the Wind. Um, and I was the defense counsel and I was representing the teacher who was teaching about evolution. I walked into this courtroom and I was wearing this pink suit and I just walked to the front of the court and, you know, put my briefcase down and you could have heard a pin drop. And it just was so it was so fun. I love to. I love a good argument. I love the law. I love being right. You know. Of course, I'm always on the winning side. It's <laughs> the best. It's the best. So, do you feel that somebody? So, for for somebody that's listening to this, right, and they're like, "Geez, I'm going to school right now. I want to be an attorney." Do you have to be somebody who is good at arguing specifically? Like, do you have to be somebody who is, I don't know if the word is argumentative or just good in conflict. Is that like a prerequisite um, that somebody has to like really just be viscerally good at in order to be a good attorney? I think it's a good prerequisite for a litigator, but there are mm. lots of different ways to practice law. You can right. do corporate law, you can do public interest law. I mean, there's so many different ways to practice law, which is one of the things that I love about it. Even within litigation, which is what I'm in, my career has ebbed and flowed and I've done all sorts of different things. So um, no, I don't think any, I don't think the law requires any one personality type or even any one skill set. I think that's, I think that's awesome because I think most people think that you have to be like this, like crazy especially for litigation or or depositions like you have to be this like you know serious like get somebody to start sweating or crying type of person which i'm sure it helps in litigation um but yeah so let's let's start to do i know you're working on a big case that you're super proud of right now um you know is there any any details that you can share with us on it yes so i am working on claims against the navy um in Hawaii, the Navy in May and November of 2021 injected tens of thousands of gallons of jet fuel directly into the drinking source for 93,000 people. Wow. And amazingly, they didn't tell anybody. It was human error made a mistake, which I understand it happens. It's negligence, but it happens, right? Right. But in this particular case, they knew that the spill happened. They knew it went directly into drinking water and they didn't tell anybody. So people continue to drink the water 
And it wasn't, and even when they started reporting and saying, it smells like gasoline, is something wrong? They kept saying, no, 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 it's fine to drink, it's fine to drink, it's fine to drink. And wow. hundreds, thousands of people have become very, very sick because of what happened. So is that intentional? I mean, yes, right? You know that there's a harm, you're continuing to let them drink it, that's, that's poisoning, that's, that's poisoning. Um, but at the very least, it's negligence. And this is what the Federal Tort Claims Act was designed for. You can bring claims directly against the government for negligence by federal officers. So that's what we're doing. And it's a patriotic, patriotic exercise. I really believe that. Um, we now represent close to 100 families, maybe more. It's hard to know exactly how many we represent at any given moment because we wow. are getting more and more calls every day. Wow. That is, that is insane to think that something like that could even fly. Like it's absolutely bananas to think that something like that would happen, wouldn't be disclosed. Um, and and I can only imagine just like the way, like, for instance, like if like, you know, if I was in that position, if I lived in Hawaii and my wife was sick from this, I would want to rip somebody's fucking head off. Um, and by the way, this, by the way, this is an explicit podcast. So I'm not sure if you if you're a sailor yourself. Um, yeah. A lot of, I think that's the, you know, your words exactly are the sentiments of a lot of my clients. Yeah. And so it's, it's this tricky balance in my view of we're angry. We are furious. I am angry. Um, I'm angry. I'm righteously angry for my clients. And yet I also want to channel that energy into mm -hmm. the good of the order. Right. What do we do with that angry with that anger? What do we do with that anger? What do we do? What do we do with it? We get to the truth. Um, we file SF95 claims and we claim our damages and we build a case and we and, and it's a it's a it has become really a movement. There are these moms who were they're you know, an American asset on American soil poisoned their families. And they didn't, these kids didn't sign up for that. You know, yes, their moms or their dads may have signed up for the risks that are inherent in military service. Most of my, the families we represent are military families mm. in that particular case. So yes, you know, the parents signed up for this kind of, not this kind of exposure, but they signed up for risk, but their kids didn't sign up for this kind of risk, right? And they're angry and they're building a movement and they're getting together because there's strength in numbers. So yeah, it's a beautiful, you know, it's a beautiful thing. This is a movement and, and I'm just, um, I'm along for the ride. I'm a guide. I provide access. I give them the microphone. Um, but I always remember that, that this is their case and, I just have the honor of being with them in it. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you for obviously doing what you're doing for the people that you're trying to protect and the families that you try to protect here. This podcast is sponsored by Hatteras, a leader in print-based communications with services ranging from high impact direct mail and packaging to retail graphics and environmental branding. Hatteras helps global brands engage with their target audience through the power of print. Reach out to them at hatteras.us for help with your next print project. Um, I want to go to a little bit in the entrepreneurial segment for a second. Yes, please. Um, 
So is there, so most people, I always love to, you know, with, with myself and adapting social, you know, I started my agency, you know, when I was 17, I'm 30 now, but like one of the things I love to learn about other entrepreneurs is like, is there some sort of, um, let's call it routine or habits that you have to start your day or to end your day in order to make yourself successful in the morning for the day? And then obviously the, the following day at the, at the nighttime, do you have like specific regiments or routines that you do? Um, you know, wh what does that look like for you? And then secondly, is there any personal development that you're doing right now, whether it's you, you're reading a book, you have a coach or you're attending this, attending that, um, and what you're doing to grow personally in, uh, in your, uh, personal development. Okay. Let me, let me tell you what I do at night and I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, <laughs> but I, I have four kids and mm. two of them are the older two are really liking that show right now. Madam secretary. Mm. Have you seen it? I, I know what it is. I haven't watched it. It's, um, I find it inspiring because it's another, it's a woman leader, right? She's, mm -hmm. she's the secretary of state and then she runs for president and there are all sorts of ethical issues that come up. And um, so we watch that every night and we're kind of a no screen time family in the middle of the week, except we've gotten into this show and we watch it every single night. And, and I'm, I'm often, you know, getting into my final emails at the end of the day and right catching up with things, but I'm watching the show with them at the same time. And I'm inspired because you get beat down in this job, I think, as a founder. Um, I don't know if you found that way, felt that way, but it's hard to be a founder. Yeah, totally. And it's exhausting and it's all day, every day, from, you know, and the world's sort of on your shoulders, this thing succeeds or fails and, you know, you make payroll and it, it is super stressful. Um, but to, kind of have this check-in of watching this TV fictitious character who's also, you know, in the thick of it and dealing with people and politics and criticism and, you know, and just seeing her do it and also have a family and you're doing it with your family. It's just a good, it's just all American, healthy. Your other question about um, what am I doing right now to better myself? Gosh, everything. Um, I, I recognize that I have this superpower, which is a little bit sad, right? It's this, my own experience um, led me to start this law firm because my own family experienced toxic exposure. And CNBC did a story on my family and that linked directly to my website. And then my website kind of blew up and my firm sort of blew up overnight. I, I thought it was just going to be me and a paralegal doing a few cases. And then all of a sudden this became a whole thing and a business and a, you know, now we represent hundred families in Hawaii, right? This, it, it, it spiraled really fast. And it's, the, it's because I have this superpower and it's a sad superpower, but I just understand where my clients are and mm. where they're going. And I just know, I just believe them and um empathize with them and so there's very rarely a potential client who doesn't choose to have me represent them mm. and um and that's a superpower but what i need to do is build a you know build a business right and so i need to figure out who has other superpowers to bring to the table and 
because I can't do everything myself. So how do I build a team? How do I build a business? And who do I need on my team? And who's done this before? Mm. So I have found, you know, I continue to just take mentors or potential mentors out to lunch and just mm-hmm. ask, what do you wish you had known when you started? How do you, you know, how do you do this? So, so in my business, you, some people send a demand letter and some people just file a complaint. What do you do? Why do you do it that way? Um, how fast do you move? How, I, I, there are just so many questions, right? Do you use paralegals or lawyers? How mm-hmm. many? Um, what kind of software do you use? What kind of, how, you know, who runs your social media platform? How do you manage your time without getting sucked in every day to all day intake? Right. There are just a million questions that I have for other people who have been here and been there and done that. And, and especially as I'm building a mass tort in Texas, I mean, in Hawaii, I haven't done that before. I know the FTCA really well, but I've never done a mass tort before. So who are the people who have done that? And, um, you know, there's a guy, Jim Moriarty, who's just amazing. And he's just been willing to share with me everything he knows. So I want to, you know, I want to do that, learn from others, and then pay it forward to people who one day will learn from me. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think one of the, one of the biggest things that I've learned um, with any mentor that I have or over the years, you know, over the decade plus that, you know, I've been operating the agency is, you know, it's so important to learn from, as you're, as you're saying, so for the listeners out here, you know, unpacking what Christina's saying here is so important because, you know, any fool can learn from their own mistakes, right? But it takes somebody wise to learn from somebody else's. And so it's so mission critical that you have people around you. Um, like right now, um, you know, we have this mission in 2022 with my entire agency. Um, and, you know, the, the mission is what we're calling to go from good to great, right? And and in the good to great, we're, we're looking at it as summoning a mountain, right? And the mountain, when you're summoning specific mountains, right, like one of the biggest mountains in the world, they have these things called Sherpas. And these Sherpas are here to help because they've, they've been through the mountain. They've been up and down it. They've done it a million times. So, you know, you going up by yourself, you risk death, you risk, you know, losing limbs, you know, uh, frostbite. And obviously the worst one is just death. But when you have a Sherpa, they're going to help you because they've experienced it so many times that you're going to avoid death. You're going to avoid, you know, freezing off your feet, right? So this is the biggest thing in order to go from good to great. It's finding somebody who's climbed that mountain already a couple times and can help you get to that place. Um, so everybody listening up, that's that's a big deal. And you know that was a big thing for me too in my journey as a, as a young entrepreneur, as a sophomore in high school starting a business that we're now in 20 countries with. You know the the biggest the biggest thing I, I would accredit. So again, just to validate what Christina's saying here, is you know again. It's insane how many people are actually open, especially successful people, um, you know, to to mentor people. And so when I started reaching out when I was younger, even up until like, you know, four or five years ago when I've gotten some new mentors. Right. Because I think, you know, life is like a ladder and every level has different sized ladders. Right. So, um, you know, when when I got to the stage where I'm at right now with the complexity of having, you know, over 50 employees and all these different things you have to do and blah, 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 you know, one of the biggest things is I had to find somebody new who has a hundred employees because that's where I want to go. Right. And right. Then I want to find somebody who has a thousand employees because that's where I'm going to go. Um, and, uh, and so I'm just validating, but at the end of the day, finding somebody 
has always been extremely, you know, tough to find the right person. But when you find them, what, what I've noticed is that they're typically open to mentoring people. Um, so don't be scared. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And a lot of times people are worried to reach out, like, oh, I don't want to reach out to this person. They're not going to answer me. Um, and I've almost always gotten answered and, and started conversations. So make that move. And they might, they might not, right? They might not answer you. That's okay. You can ask somebody else, right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there's, there, there are so many people who, who have been there and done this before. I, the other thing that I am learning, I, in your, when you're talking about good to great, are, are you basing that off the book, good to great? Um, so I am not, um, okay. but I, I, do, I do have the book though. I didn't start it yet though. <laughs> okay. I haven't, I haven't read that one, but but one book that's been really influential in this past year for me is Never Split the Difference by Chris mm. Voss. Have, you, heard that? Have yeah. you read that? I've heard of that one. I haven't read it, but I heard it's really good. I highly recommend it. It is a, it is, it's a life-changing book, and it's influential in every aspect of your life. I mean, it's it's basically all about how to negotiate well you don't need to be right right which is really troubling for me i mean i i grew up right i'm an overachiever i always wanted to be right but that is actually not how you negotiate you negotiate by listening and mirroring and understanding and you know doing that again and again and again and asking questions so mm -hmm. that is you know that is to me such an important such such an important guiding principle that I can then use in all these different areas of my life that people want to feel heard, right? Mm -hmm. And that's actually how you end up getting, you know, moving the ball forward in negotiation is listening and hearing. What if we did that in, you know, with all of our employees, with, all, with our spouses, with our kids, right? It just changes the whole dynamic. Um, so that's another thing that I'm thinking about and working on. And he said, Chris, I followed him now on Instagram. And he said the other day that criticism, he said, don't be afraid of criticism because criticism only comes from the people or he said, criticism never comes from the people who are doing better than you. Right. And I thought that that was really interesting, right? Because what you were saying is the people who have 100 employees are willing to mentor you at 50 employees. The people who have succeeded are almost always willing to help. And the criticism comes from the people who are not doing as well. And don't want to help. And who don't want to help. Right. They don't want to help. But they're also just not, they're not, um, the people who succeed are the ones who are helpful towards you and wanting you to succeed also and that's you know that's the ethos that i want to have towards others and that i look for it look for in my own mentors right yeah let's go i love that and so as we get close to the end of the segment here's why i put you on the spot you ready for this sure <laughs> so when I was when I was first starting the company, one of the things I did, I was Googling like a quote or some sort of adage that would like really resonate with my with me through tough times through whatever. 
um, and just something that I could always go back to as a default. Um, so I like to ask people, like if there is one that you have, or there's one that sticks out to you that you love, even if it's a, a Christina original or something that maybe your parents said or, or you know, our grandparent, whoever, um, is there any quote adage slash whatever that really resonates to like your mission and, you know, the legacy that you're after? So many, so many good ones. Um, while while you're thinking, I can yeah. I, I can share mine with you. Okay. Um, so so when I was doing that research again as a kid, I found this one quote that just to this day resonates with me. And my wife, who's awesome, put it actually. She got it printed because I when I when I first found it, I was in my parents' house still, obviously. And I put it above my ceiling, above my bed. I've had it in my bathroom. So when I was like brushing my teeth or getting ready, I was like every day I was just seeing this quote and then, you know, moved out and started a life and, you know, just forgot about it. And then she put it in my closet and, you know, now I see it every day again, which is awesome, but it's live a few years of your life. Like most people won't. So you can live the rest of your life. Like most people can't. And the, my, my takeaway from that, from that quote is really no matter what you're doing, right? You're gonna struggle before you emerge. If you're working out, if it's, you know, you know, you wanna get healthier, um, if you wanna build a business, uh, relationship, whatever the hell it is, it doesn't fire off like that right away. Um, I, I love that, I love that. Um, so let me, let me read mine. And you probably, I know that you've heard this before and it's a little bit longer. No, fire away. Um, this is resonating to me this week because I have never before now really been in the public eye. Right. This is, you know, and now I'm on Hawaii News Now and KITV and I'm I'm out there, right? And I'm speaking on behalf of my clients and there's going to there's going to be some criticism with that. And similarly with with my so my firm is called Just Well and we represent sick families. A lot of it is toxic exposure. And people you know a lot of people don't believe survivors of toxic exposure that that it's even a thing or that they were sick or whatever. Um and so I'm I'm out there saying no you know, toxic mold in particular, and then in Hawaii, toxic water, it causes long-term lasting injury. And right. I'm speaking out in a way, I had a I had a town hall with 150 people and my clients said that. And then the other, the other side, the Navy hosted their own press conference and they stood up and they said, we have not seen any lasting injuries from the water contamination in Hawaii. And I'm, it, it just, you know, it was directly, directly in response to what we did, right? Mm. And you just get, you, you, it makes you pause because um, it's directed at you and it's a little bit threatening, right? So this is the quote. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who knows 
who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Wow. See, that's powerful. Let's go. I love that. That is a that is a absolute fire quote. Um, thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. Um, and and again, I know this battle, obviously, you know, that you're going through for these families is not something that's going to be easy. Nothing that's worth it is. Um, but everybody that's listening in today on this podcast, you know, make sure you go find Christina um, and show some love, show some support for this effort. Um, obviously, there's families. And obviously, when you put your own family in that perspective, you can imagine how upset, angry, hurt, um, and amongst um, probably a slew of other emotions you would be feeling. So definitely make sure you throw some support out there. Um, and this is the part of our podcast at the end where we just kind of have you plug yourself, right? So where can people find you, your website, your social media? How can they engage with you and interact with you? So my firm is called Just Well Law. And as I said, we represent sick people against the companies or the entities that made them sick. Our website is well.law. And then you can find me on social media. Instagram is Bear Christina. Facebook is Christina Bear. Go figure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I would love to be in touch with you. And if you know someone who's sick and needs help, um, recovering from the person who made them sick or just even needs help in general um would love to be a resource for them so send them our way and now you can you can assist people in multiple states i'm assuming so we do toxic mold cases around the country um we have referral partners in almost every state and then you know situations like hawaii come up and we find local counsel to help us with that case so anytime there's a toxic exposure situation, I can either help myself or help find someone who can. Okay, that's awesome. I'm, you know, I'm raising up an army of lawyers around the country to work on these cases um, because I learned that I learned through my own experience that it's impossible to find representation. It's very, very hard to find representation, and it shouldn't be. You know, you shouldn't be able to get a representation for a slip and fall, but not when somebody's negligence may be very, very sick. So that's what I'm doing. I'm, represent, I'm raising up an army of lawyers to represent sick families around the country. Um, and I love it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. That's, that's, so, that's so awesome to hear. Um, and again, everybody, you know, from what she said, follow her social channels, um, you know, and engage. Cause again, something like this, it's so awesome to follow a journey like that. Cause it's a big mission. Um, and missions like that, again, need people who are going to support. And so it's, it's one worthy of supporting. So again, thank you so much for number one, being on our podcast today. You know, we believe that, you know, time is the one asset we do not get back. So you spending it here with us today for, you know, this brief moment in time really means a lot to, to me particularly, but also obviously our followers. Um, and, uh, and, you know, again, everybody take a look at what Christina is doing, be a part of it. Um, and, uh, and everyone create a great rest of your day. And again, just one more time. Thank you, Christina.